1: Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network. You can subscribe to Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, and online at fanstreamsports.com. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked on Rays. And also, Ulysses, we have a new outlet and platform to be uh, broadcasting ourselves it is an application mm-hmm. called locker room and we'll be doing our first gathering and it's kind of a live chat interactive sort of a deal saturday eve or friday evening wait no saturday evening
0: oh my gosh saturday evening is what we're shooting for right i think oh my gosh yes saturday evening locker room download it create your profile you can get to uh, chat with us. Uh, it'll be really entertaining because it's going to be a, a kind of a flashback of what we did during the playoffs uh, last year with rays uh, raise filtered. And, and we got some really good uh, conversations with that. So make sure to, to check out locker room and create your profile and then see us there. Talk to us there on Saturday evening, but we will definitely make sure to give you uh, more information on uh, social media for sure.
1: Absolutely. And I guess a little peek behind the curtain here. So you do have to have, I guess, a Mac or an Apple iOS device to be able to download this platform from my understanding. So correct. Yeah. Okay. I guess the other option though, if you really want to hear us on locker room (laughs) is to buy like a $50 iPhone or or some kind of throwaway iPod touch that has internet capabilities. I don't know if you want to go that far and do that or, uh, you know, Go to the library and and use a Mac there. More power to you. So we will see you on Locker Room on Saturday evening. Okay. Uh, Another place we may see you. Who knows if we show up to this thing. Uh, The Rays will be hosting, not FanFest, sort of a scaled-down, makeshift, drive-through version of FanFest. They have what is called Drive to Opening Day which will be a drive through event at the Tropicana Field parking lot mm-hmm. on Saturday, March 27th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. It'll feature giveaways, experiences, photo opportunities, and other things for fans to do from their car. So the way I understand this thing is, like, you have to stay in your car. Like, you can't get out of your car, I guess. That's what I'm reading into all this, which makes some of the – activities that they're trying to do kind of difficult. Like the, like one of the options is taking a photo with the 2020 American league championship trophy. How are you supposed to do that? If you just stay in your car, do they toss it into your passenger side door and then have you take a <laughs> selfie with it? Are they actually going to hand it to you? Cause they, if they're going to hand it to you, I'm um, driving off. I'm peeling think... off. I'm just saying, or is it a fake one? Do they just <laughs> give you a replica? And they've got the real one housed somewhere in the, uh, you know, the basement of Tropicana field or whatever, maybe.
0: It's on Stu's uh, living room. No, I, yeah. I, I think there's a place, there's a designated parking space where you could park and there are designated things where you could, uh, you know, leave your car. But I think mostly like the entirety of the whole event is that you are in your car with the windows down, you got to put a mask up. And yeah, I don't know how they're going to do the the... <laughs> the trophy i don't know if maybe you would have it on the side of your passenger window so then you can just take a selfie with it that seems kind of um uh, right odd but you know look it, it's it, if we have done anything as a human race since a year ago is adapt how uh we've, we've got to show how, how uh, you how know, what's our process for adaptation? And this is just another way of not having fan fest, but you have the drive-through event. Look, I love fan fest every year. We've gone right. to it multiple times together. Uh, it's always fun to see all the, all the players, all the fans being excited for a new season. You don't get to have that this year and it sucks, but um, I think this is a nice consolation price that we'll all take for 2021. And we'll just have to look forward to the fan fest of 2022 because if I'm being honest, this might not be something that gets my wheels going.
1: Yeah, it's it's not the same as Brandon Geyer blowing you off at FanFest when you're asking for an <laughs> autograph or asking for a comment. That may or may not have happened several years ago. But yeah, mm. so some of the other things they have going on, interacting with Rays and Rowdy's mascots and the street team. Again, not really sure. You just wave to them th- from your car, maybe. Uh, snacks, card magnet, promotional items like bobbleheads, notepads, pajama pants. Okay, this is sort of an interesting one. Having the opportunity to buy mystery balls, game used and autographed, as mm-hmm. well as a Tyler Glass now bobblehead, uh, receiving an additional promo item for donating to Feeding Tampa Bay. And then uh, the other option, uh, or I guess, thing you can get is a signed schedule poster. From TV broadcasters, Rich Hollenberg, Doug Wecter, and Trisha Whitaker. I'm going to say this, Ulysses, they better have a lot more Trisha Whitakers than Doug Wecter's and Rich Hollenberg's because I think the requests are going to be overwhelming for Whitaker's. Like, the, I'd, think- I'd be surprised if they sell like three Hollenberg ones or, or give away that many. Let's be honest
0: here. I think uh, Trisha is the fan favorite here uh, because of the camera time, right? Not only her personality, but the camera time that she spends with the team Mm -hmm. and and on social media is a little bit more in depth than Rich and and Doug. But, you know, you get to see Rich and Doug all all, all the time in Tropicana Field before 2020. And they're, uh, you know, as friendly as can be. So I think those are good. But I want to put you on the spot on the mystery balls. Would you, because first of all, I don't remember the, the Brandon Geyer inside joke. So will you'll have to tell me that after we record, or maybe you right. can uh, save it for locker room uh this there Saturday evening. But uh would you be upset if you pay $40 for a mystery ball and you get a Brandon Geyer autographed baseball?
1: Well, that's the thing. So the mystery balls game used are $20 autographed balls are $40. So, and I would imagine, like, the game used balls, I would expect or want them to be from the 2020 season. I don't want okay. a ball necessarily from 2015 Yesteryear. that was hit by whoever. Right. Okay. Or an autographed ball by a former Rays or Devil Rays player. I want I want an active player. I mean, I want a big okay. name. That's what I'm looking for. I mean, the good news about all this is the fact that it is free to come in and then you can kind of pick and yeah. choose what you want to do and pay for and whatnot, as, I mean, FanFest sort of is. But I, I'm going to be frank with you, Ulysses. I, I get enough anxiety trying to drive through and navigate the TROP parking lot. I could see this being a mess with just the amount of cars and trying to, oh, my God, there's 150 cars in front of me trying to get a freaking picture of the AL Championship trophy. Just not worth it. I'll. Well, once FanFest returns in person in the TROP, that's when I'll see you again. I'm sorry.
0: I, I I definitely agree with you here. Like this is not when I said this doesn't get my wheels going. It's just, yeah. it sounds nice. And it's if something, you have they do time, something. sure. Yeah. If you have nothing to do that day, sure. Do that. Uh, it, it would be kind of exciting. I think you would need a couple more things, but let's, let's, let's try to be positive here. It, it's actually, it's actually going to also help out the Tampa Bay community where you can actually uh, donate, uh you know, canned food and, 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 and in, in a time where people need help, I think that's that's a really cool thing that the Rays are doing. But uh, I don't think you can compare the excitement that you get from a fan fest right. to what we're probably going to see with this Drive Day event.
1: Tied into all this with COVID and everything, uh, the Rays also did make an announcement that they will soon be uh, beginning season ticket sales or, I guess, just selling tickets uh, next week for the first 15 home games, I believe, at the TROP. And they've actually kind of slipped it in there. That capacity will be at 9,000 to start instead of 7,000, which was announced several weeks ago, if not months ago.
0: And those go on sale by the end of next week, correct? By the 26th I of March? So. Okay. I believe so.
1: So I bring this up to bring up this. Do you think by the end of the season we will have full capacity? it'll be 100% capacity like texas is already doing the rangers are basically already doing you might have to wear a mask you might have to wear gloves have your hand sanitizer everything like that but they've already gone from 7 to 9000 and if according to our country's leadership that if everybody can be vaccinated by june july maybe you That's- might see
0: a full drop or close to a and- full drop at least that could be allowed and that's the goal, right? Get as many people vaccinated so we can have trop baseball like it was before coronavirus. Yes, I I, I really, if if we look at the trends of people getting vaccinated more and more each day, June, July, people you know, that, that don't have any uh, pre-existing conditions could line up for a yeah. vaccination in, in, in early June. I mean, that would be fantastic because by august september you could see 100% capacity and, and that would be really great i'm not going to put my 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 hand on the fire on that though right uh i i don't i don't think the the rays are going to uh, just say full capacity just to say, hey, we did it. I think they're going to be kind of cautious on this because that's kind of the organization that they are. Right. They take their time. They, they, they study the, the analytics, the trends. I don't think that's going to change just because it's not uh, on the field. I think this is also an organizational culture. They take their time to make decisions. They, they try to get all the data. And I don't think that a, that an organization that takes their time and all that is willing to push that deadline to July or August. Uh, right. I, I don't think so.
1: You know, the big challenge, I think, for the team and really every team in baseball is trying to get all their players vaccinated and trying to navigate those schedules. Because I may be speaking from experience or not, but your shoulder is going to hurt. Your arm is going to hurt after that vaccine. Really? So Yeah, and wow. maybe a couple days. So it might work with the pitchers if you have scheduled off days and whatnot, but mm-hmm. you're going to have to build in off days if, if Brandon Lau gets a shot, Austin Meadows gets a shot, Kevin Kiermaier gets a shot, Willie Adamas gets a shot, everyday players, or here's my conspiracy theory, everybody gets vaccinated over the All-Star break. That's when they do it. So they don't have maybe circumvent all of that and not have to navigate off days because the shoulder hurts and you're feeling not flu like symptoms, but you
0: you don't really feel like playing baseball after you get that shot for the next 24, Actually, 48 hours. That's a really good point. So uh, maybe I would um, put the everyday players during the all-star break, but I think the pitchers, you could, you know, yeah. okay, glass. Now you pitch yesterday, take your shot today. And then by the time that the, you know the, the next uh, start happens, and you you'll probably be okay after four days or so. Or, or right. so, but what this actually would become a an advantage for the Rays, I think, because you have so many moving parts, you have so many versatile positions. If Willie Adamas is not playing today, or for a couple of days because his shoulder hurts, the team is not going to go completely down uh, in right. the standings. You know, you have the depth there organizationally, so even if the arm hurts for a couple of days, you know, KK's not in there, oh, okay, well, you put M- many more go. g Choi's is not in there, you put Yoshi Sutsugo in there, so I think that actually would be a, an advantage for the raise uh if if that actually starts to happen
1: yeah i'm just saying it's something to consider and think about it who knows maybe mlb comes in and says all right we're going to extend this all-star break a little bit and try to Mm -hmm. navigate with the schedules and so forth but i'm sure one way or another it'll be worked out from there with that okay uh baseball trivia name that war. much more Coming up, but first got to tell you about betonline.ag. Betonline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football may be over, but the NBA college basketball and NHL are in full swing. BetOnline even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV, real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It is the best way to place your bets, and it's also free to sign up. So head over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts, and remember to use that promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N, Okay, Ulysses baseball trivia time. I think you're going to do well at this one. And the listeners out there that are interested in participating, just hit the pause button after we, uh, or after I announce the question and kind of have fun with it because um, this one, okay, uh, we've been talking about, you know, the dead ball, rules changes, limiting shifts, trying to get more action and increasing. Mm-hmm you know, just more action in general. So it just got me thinking batting title champions over the last 20 years or so. So I have in front of me the American league batting title champions, all American league batting title champions since 2000. And I will give you a hint since 2000, there have been 13 different players that have won the AL batting title, which means several of these guys have won it multiple times. Um, out of this 13, I want you to name six of them six players since 2000 in the American League that have won the AL batting title. Okay, uh, let's which for people that don't know, it is batting average, highest batting average of the year. Yes. So.
0: um, I'm gonna go with DJ LeMahieu. Uh, yes, you've
1: been paying attention in 2020. He did win it <laughs> last year with a Amazing, three
0: sixty four batting average. Um, I'm gonna go with. Oh, okay, okay. American League only. Ooh,
1: American League only. It would be too much if I included National League, and I figured it'd be a little bit more fair considering the Rays are in the American League.
0: Oh man, oh man. Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's think. Let's think here a little. Did
1: Tim Anderson win it? I'm gonna go Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson, that was in 2019,
0: 335 batting average. Very good. Okay. Um, How many do I have to get? Six? Four more. Yeah. Four more. So a little less than half. I just wanted to okay. make you work a little bit. I'm going to go with Maglio Ordonez, 2006. Uh, Maglio Ordonez
1: is correct. It was in 2007, though, with a 363 batting average with the
0: Detroit Tigers. Nice. I'm going to go with Jose Altuve, 2017. Jose Altuve is one of the
1: multi-time winners. Three times to be exact. He won it in 2014, 2016, and 2017. And again, that just counts as one. So Jose Altuve, that is your fourth guy you have named. I need two more names. And you have uh, three strikes left. So you're doing well here. I'm going to go with Josh Hamilton. Josh Hamilton, yes, in 2010, batted 359. One time Ray. Devil Ray, I guess.
0: And uh, I need how many more? One more. There's 13 guys, but I need one more. I'm gonna go with my boy, First Ballot Hall of Famer. You know him. You love him. Miguel Cabrera.
1: You quite possibly saved the best for last because he's won the batting title four times <laughs> since 2000, 2011, 2012, 2013, and 2015. His That's highest crazy. mark during that time was uh, 348 in 2013. If only Detroit could be better. Uh, no, very good. So the other names, I'll just run through them real quickly. Garcia garciaparra in 2000 with the 372 batting average ichiro in 2001 350 manny ramirez 2002 349 this is a surprising one phil mueller in 2003 wow. 326 when he was with the red sox a lot of boston on this list uh huh, ichiro in 2004 <laughs> uh 372 michael young 2005 331 joe mauer won it in 2006 mm. 2008 and 2009, and the last guy that has not been mentioned was another former Red Sox player, Mookie Betts, in 2018. That hmm. is 346.
0: So, and we have the good. joke of a stadium, and the Rays have the joke of a stadium. I mean, Fenway, check yourself, people, Red Sox fans, check yourselves. Okay, that's 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 a joke. The joke. Yeah, you just hit it off the. Nobody's catching a ball off the wall. I mean, you just- pop ups to left field are doubles or singles. Come
1: on. Yeah. I mean, there's, I count Garcia Parra, Manny, Mueller, and, uh, and Betts in the last 20 years. So that's, that's 4 out of 13. Hmm. Yeah. So, um, also, as far as the name that war goes, this guy also played for the Red Sox too, but, uh, (laughs) more of a local guy, local connection. Uh, went to Hillsborough High School, Tampa native, uh, still lives in the area. Last time I checked, was coaching some high school baseball and living in Lutes. Uh, Carl Everett, what is his career worth?
0: Oh, my goodness. Carl Everett. <sighs> okay. Okay. <laughs> this is a good one, Kevaule. This is a good one. See, this is the kind of stuff that you need that 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 you need to uh, put on locker room this Saturday evening. I know. And uh, just just let's see people we'll can have some fun with can, this stuff. Can yeah, I can handle uh being on the hot seat on Name That War. Okay. Carl Everett. Okay, let's do again the the math. Uh if I'm going to go with 15 years. Maybe 10 of those years you are a three-war player, so that's thirty. Then uh, you drop off, so then maybe one war, so then that's thirty-five. <sighs> thirty-five. I'm gonna just just throw something at the wall. Thirty-five.
1: Little high, little high. You little are high. speaking on the right track. He did play 14 years in the okay. big leagues. I will say, he was never really. I don't know if this was health or built-in days off or whatnot, but there were a lot of years where he was only giving you, like, it was like the Kiermaier effect. Like, he was giving you 120 to 130 games. He never played 150 or 160 or anything like that.
0: Fair. Okay. Okay. That, that actually does help. Okay. So, 15 years, so you can half it by 7. Um, Seven, you do three. That's 21. I'm going to go with uh 21 war. Oh, my God. That,
1: that's basically it. I mean, 20 and a half war. 20.5, you round up 21. Let's you got go. it. Very good, Let's sir. Go. Carl Everett, <laughs> outfielder, switch hitter. Uh, mm. Finished his career with a 107 OPS plus, 802 OPS. 271 batting average, 202 home runs, 107 stolen bases, two-time All-Star, 2005 World Series champion. Do you happen to have the last year he played? The last year he played was in Seattle in 2006 at age 35. It wasn't that good
0: 2006. Okay, so 15 years ago. My goodness, time yeah, flies. Time flies, buddy.
1: I know. I, it seems like just yesterday I was playing with him on a video game on Nintendo 64. Yeah on the <laughs> like <laughs>
0: whatever the Derek Jeter all-star whatever it is yeah <laughs> you know what's uh, funny about that uh just a, a little peek behind the curtain here personally uh in a month I will be uh, uh turning it into a milestone year and mm-hmm. that'll mean that it, it's been 15 years since I was 15 and that creeps me out wow yeah so that's coming it's coming, unfortunately. Uh, how many teams do you think that Carl
1: Everett played for in his career? I'm going to go with six. Nine. Nine different wow. teams. The Marlins, no. the Mets, the Astros, the Red Sox, the Rangers, the White Sox, the Expos, the White Sox again. The Mariners. Well, I guess
0: eight teams and then a stint with the White Sox twice. So so the, the oh Edwin Jackson uh, uh, <laughs> of Outfielders. Basically, he never okay. stayed with
1: I, – I don't know. It, it had to be maybe like a – because he – Look, if you read his Wikipedia page, he's got some. Uh, it's it's a it's a fun, interesting read. He's got some issues Is in it? his past, and but he never stayed with the team more than a couple of years. Like he bounced around a lot, and you wonder if that was like he just wears out his welcome or whatnot. But maybe, and he could play, he could ball when he yeah. when he was available and, and stayed healthy, and and made quite a bit of money with that. So very good, one of the many many talented players to come out of the Tampa Bay area. All right. Uh, We have, for a while now, been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now. Built Bar, of course, is the amazing, low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing, I said, tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. And you should check them out. Buy some for yourself. Try them out. You won't be disappointed. Go to BuiltBar.com or check them out on Twitter, at Bar underscore Built. And remember to use that promo code LOCKED15, L-O-C-K-E-D, 15, to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Okay, Ulysses, it is a Friday, which means some things to pay attention and watch out for and raise land and baseball land this weekend. What's, What's on your mind going into the weekend?
0: I have three things, Mm. but but there are many 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 takeaways. Okay, one uh, I said on yesterday's episode, it's great that we uh, have Glass Now's opening day start reveal over with. I need to know three, four, five. That's uh, okay. Maybe it doesn't come this weekend, uh, so I get maybe I need to wait maybe five more days. But I want to know the three, four, five. uh, If if it were up to me, like I said. I would put Archer as the number three after Yarbrough, put the lefty Rich Hill fourth, and then Waka five. That way you don't have the lefties going back to back. I haven't seen the, I've seen it. I haven't memorized it yet, <laughs> but the first month of, of ball, I don't know if they have a lot of off days or not. So maybe that would actually help them out, set, set that rotation. So I'll, I'll, I'll look over that and, and see maybe during the weekend if we get some information. Number 2, uh let's get Yoshi going. Okay? Mm-hmm. Only one hit so far in 16 at bats. So I know spring training stats mean nothing if the guy could go 1 for 30 and it wouldn't mean anything but i think psychologically speaking for yoshi like let uh, i think it would be nice just as a human being yeah it would be nice to to succeed so you'd feel good about yourself right so i want yoshi to to get going and hey the is there for yoshi to to kind of take the first base mantle now that Jimon might be hurt for uh you know more than mm-hmm. 10 days who knows and number three I'm super excited about The Locker Room this uh, Saturday I- evening. I'm, uh, I'm psyched to hear people um, that, that want to uh, get to know us a little bit more. And that platform allows for a back-and-forth conversation with with race fans with locked on race listeners. And we really appreciate that we've done that before with zoom chats on raise unfiltered. And I think this will have the, that same feel. Um, we're personable people, right? Kevin? So, you know, they should come in and, and, and talk to us. Right. And yeah, if you have any
1: mailbag questions, if you're like, I, I don't have an iOS device, I can't really figure out how to do all that. Just yet. Give me some time. It is March madness. After all, if you have a question you really, really want us to answer, um, and dive into feel free to email us or send us a message on twitter locked at gmail.com or get into our dms on twitter and instagram and we'll try to answer any of those questions and it could be anything baseball related life related whatever you want it to be um yeah. with that so uh and tying into a couple of things you said um with the rotation i'm still i, I stand by my salary scale that it'll be <laughs> archer Waka, then hill but man okay. it'd be great if there's a day if there's a day i don't a year, two years, three years into the future where you have Glass now in the rotation, you have Honeywell in the rotation, you have McKay in the Oof. rotation, you have McClanahan in the rotation, maybe Shane Baz or Joe Ryan Patino. or whatever. Patino. I totally forgot about Patino. <laughs> I'm telling you, a couple years from, watch out for this team in a yeah. couple years. They are, they are certainly yeah. building something. And then with Yoshi, um, yeah, I'd much rather him to perform than not perform. Like, I feel much... <laughs> more confident even though it is just spring training that Austin Meadows has hit four bombs and he looks like his 2019 self maybe some of it too is a little bit Yoshi he is learning a new position a lot of time being spent on trying to figure out first base and all the nuances of that and taking balls from different angles and he's doing a lot of infield and drill work with that and maybe his mind isn't quite on the batting end of things hopefully hopefully it comes around but uh, we'll see with that uh what I'm kind of and this isn't necessarily specific to this weekend, but uh, I am. Uh, who knows? Maybe something like this could happen. Maybe there is a development that happens this weekend with this team. The Blue Jays, I am not just doubling down, I am tripling down that they will add some sort of free agent starter. Some sort of free agent starter. You're still on pitcher. this? Yes. You're still on this. Okay. Nate Pearson reaggravated. aggravated. His groin issue. So he's most likely going to miss the start of the season and maybe a couple of weeks into the season. Thomas Hatch, meanwhile, projected possibly to be a starter, is going to have Mm -hmm. an MRI following elbow and forearm discomfort. So that's two guys that are down for the count. I know we're talking about the Blue Jays and how much they added in the offseason offensively, but you still have to have a couple arms. And this could be... I hate injuries as much as the next guy, Ulysses, and I even if it's another fellow AL East team, but this could be an opportunity for the race to pounce early on in the season, the games in April mean count just as much as they do in September. So if you can build a lead as these guys are trying to rehab and get back, so be it. So be it with that.
0: A hundred, a hundred percent. And look, if they tool, it'll be um, a little bit more difficult, obviously, but if they don't pounce, 100% pounds because you know that the Toronto Blue Jays don't have the depth to get two guys like Hatch and Pearson and say, oh, we don't have them. We're okay. The Blue Jays are not okay if they lose uh, Pearson and Hatch. I mean, who, who's going to come up for them? So this is very interesting. I, I don't see, I mean, who's available, Kevin? I mean, who, I mean, I mean, your boy, J. or is Like just a guy that can give you innings, basically. Okay. Just an innings eater, like a Chris Archer type, yeah. like come back. You've done it before. Just please don't succumb to a nine Look, ERA plus.
1: Basically. Yeah. Cause the, the blue Jays have enough of an offense where like, if Percello gives up five earned runs in six innings, they can live with yeah. that. They can score yeah. six or seven and to get over the hump with that. So we'll see what, I mean, this is definitely something to monitor going forward. And, and also who knows, blue Jays get off to a slow start. The Rays pounce a little bit and, the Rays, if and when they play the Blue Jays in Dunedin, that's that's mm-hmm. essentially just an extension of of a home series for them. I mean, that's you're that's you're nice. staying at your home, you're staying at your condo, you're staying at your apartment in St. Petersburg or Tampa, and just commuting to the ballpark. So that's going to really be, I think, another advantage for the
0: Rays there. This could be huge, actually. This could be huge for the Rays, and I don't I don't know if a lot of people have been talking about that. The fact that now the Rays get eight plus home games. Yes. Uh, uh, it, uh, so that, that's actually a really nice point. Um, good takeaways, Kev. Uh, uh, you Thanks. know, I, I think you've been putting a, a lot of effort into, uh, keeping tabs on, on, on that Blue Jays squad. And I, I know. commend you for it because uh, hey, they're basically our hometown team.
1: They're our hometown <laughs> team now playing in Dunedin <laughs> yeah. to start the season. So yeah. we'll see what comes of that. One more little thing. And again, not sure, just a, a development to keep an eye on, maybe read into this weekend if you want. The Reds have announced that they're going to have Eugenio Suarez at shortstop. He is not a shortstop. So, and we've heard about the rumor and kicking the tires on Willie Adamas to the Reds. Maybe at some point down the line, we will see a trade between the Reds and the Rays. And it might not even be Adamas. Maybe it's one of the other bevy of middle infield types the Rays have, be it taylor walls or somebody
0: like that you i mean that's this is something to keep an eye on we even talked about a straight up trade suarez yeah. for for willie in the off season and, and how that would impact the race look it depends right if suarez just is awful as a shortstop and they have to move him away from that uh maybe it opens up a lane for uh for the race to go okay maybe we can swap out willie and then just wanders ready. Let's just say Wander's ready on in, in, in July 31st. Let's do this. Maybe um, that that's a, that's a good one to, to figure out. I actually want to keep an eye on Suarez as a shortstop. Because if he's able to do that, yeah. a shortstop that gives you 40-plus home runs, are you serious? That's right. gold. If he's just average with the glove, you've got yourself an all-star 100%. Yeah. That's amazing.
1: That's the thing, though. Can't even be average at the position as far as uh-huh. range in – covering that area. I know we lost some weight, got in better shape. And uh, I actually read that he dropped beer in a rape bus from his diet, but still he's a, he's built. Sometimes you're built as a corner infielder and you can't do anything to change that at the end of the day. So, and he hasn't played the position since 2015. So he's, I think he's more suited at first or third, but look, I don't know. I don't really don't know what the Reds are doing or what their plans are, but it's like, Hey, if we, we've got nobody else. That's what I'm saying though. If, if you, if you're to the point where you have to put Suarez and play him out of position like that, and you're not comfortable with your prospects, whoever that may be, Jonathan, India, Iglesias, whatever it may be. Uh, and you're, you're licking your chops at a guy who appears shortstop, like in Adamas or somebody else. So
0: I get your point, but uh, just uh, I will let you know from experience of trying not to drink beer and trying not to eat arepas. That is that takes a lot of work, ethic, and willpower. So the fact that he's doing that, that means that he has the work ethic to become an at least an average shortstop. So I'll be rooting for my my countryman, Eugenio Suarez. Okay, I don't blame, at average. I know, Vin- know Vin- that is well a bump. bump.
1: I get yeah, it. I get it. <laughs> Think about it. it. This isn't apples to apples comparison, but imagine if the Rays put Yoshi Sutsugo at shortstop. This is sort of what we're looking ah, at.
0: Come on, I'm, get out of here. Put get it, it in perspective here. a
1: little bit. So <laughs> on that note, that wraps up this edition of the Locked on Rays podcast. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episodes of the Locked on Today and Locked on MLB Prospects podcast. Also be sure to check, out, check us out on uh, Locker Room locker room on saturday evening hope you all have a wonderful day stay safe and we'll talk to you actually saturday and then of course on this podcast next week